the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. They did not drive out all of the Canaanites. They left some of the Canaanites remaining with them in the land. And instead of driving them out, we're told in the book of Joshua, instead of driving out all of the Canaanites, they kept some of them to use them as laborers. So from the very beginning of the nation of Israel, very early on in their history, Israel did not obey the Lord concerning idolatry. Instead, they compromised. On the threshold of the promised land, God gave his people commands to obey in the land. Attached to them were God's promises of blessing if they obeyed. Yet from the start, they disobeyed. His people weren't faithful to rid the land of idols. They compromised and failed to obey. Today, Pastor Dan explains how after 800 years of hard-hearted idol worship, God was just in sending punishment and destruction. They wouldn't repent or listen to priests and prophets, so God had to step in. Now, here's Pastor Dan in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 6, for today's edition of Ring of Truth. going to be in Ezekiel chapter 6, if you want to turn there with me in your Bible. Ezekiel chapter 6. We're also going to look in the book of Numbers and the book of Deuteronomy. So if you want to go ahead and find those books in your Bible, we are in chapter 6. Numbers, Deuteronomy, Ezekiel chapter 6, as we are continuing our study Well, just as a reminder, um, Ezekiel was a prophet to the children of Israel that were carried away into Babylon in the Babylonian captivity. So he he is ministering in Babylon. Uh, In chapters 4 and 5, we saw that God had Ezekiel communicate to the children of Israel about the coming destruction of the city of Jerusalem. Uh, And he had Ezekiel communicate that in a most unusual way. He had Ezekiel do several, um, you know, acting out of the message instead of just speaking the message to the people, actually acting it out uh, as, you know, as kind of like a human illustration or uh, like a game of charades, if you will, uh, showing the people what would come to the city of Jerusalem. Uh, Remember also at this point, there are false prophets and false teachers in Babylon among the children of Israel that were there saying that uh, we're not going to be here very long. Pretty soon God's going to deliver us. We'll be able to go back to Jerusalem. We'll be able to go back to Judah. And people were believing that false message. 
Uh, and then God raised up Ezekiel to, to uh, set the people straight. And he did that through this the couple acting out uh, of sermons or illustrations. And now we come to chapter 6. Uh, and in chapter 6, God has Ezekiel speak a message to the people with words. Now that he's got their attention through these charades that he's, he's performed, now he's got an audience, now they're paying attention, and so now he can speak. And in chapter 6, verse 1, it says, Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face toward the mountain of Israel and prophesy against them and say, O mountains of Israel, Again, remember, they're in Babylon. Hear the word of the Lord God. Thus says the Lord God to the mountains, to the hills, to the ravines, and to the valleys. Notice, indeed, I, even I, will bring a sword against you, and I, God speaking, I will destroy your high places. Then your altar shall be desolate. Your incense altar shall be broken down. And I will cast down your slain men before your idols. And I will lay the corpses of the children of Israel before their idols. And I will scatter your bones all around your altars. And in all your dwelling places, the city shall be laid waste. The cities of Judah. And the high places shall be desolate so that your altars may be laid waste. And made desolate. Your idols may be broken and made to cease. Your incense altars may be cut down, and your workers may be abolished, and your works may be abolished. The slain shall fall in your midst, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God. Now go back up to verse 3. And God here tells Ezekiel to, to face Israel the land of Israel, he's in Babylon to face west towards Israel and prophesy, he says, you know, to the mountains of Israel or to the land of Israel. Say to the mountains, the hills, the ravines, the valleys, that he, God, will destroy all of their high places, all of their high places. Now, the children of Israel learned about high places from the Canaanites who dwelt in the promised land when they came into the land. The high places were where the Canaanites worshipped their idols and sacrificed to their idols. High places uh, literally were, were platforms and they were usually, but not always, on top of mountains or on top of hills where they would have this platform made of stone and they would set up their idol on that platform, on that high place, or they would uh, set up a standing stone that represented their idol and there they would go to worship their idol and bring offerings to their idol and make offerings to their idol. And in the land of Israel, they, they built high places all over the nations. They built high places to these different idols all over the land. Uh, Again, it was not just on hills or on mountains. They were everywhere, including ravines and and valleys 
where they worshipped idols, the gods of the the nations around them. And the children of Israel learned about these idols from the Canaanites that were in the land when they came in. And they adopted their worship methods. And they adopted the gods of the Canaanites. And they began to worship these idols. And it's important for us, and I want to spend a few minutes on this. It's, It's important for us to understand what God is saying here. And to understand really what God is saying here in Ezekiel chapter 6, we have to understand the history of idolatry in the nation of of Israel. You know, we we can read these verses where where God says, I will tear down your high places. And we can say, okay, you know, God's going to tear down their high places. All right. So what? we, We need to understand the history of idolatry in the nation of, of Israel. You know, God is saying this through Ezekiel to the nation at the very end of the nation. When the nation is about to be destroyed by the Babylonians and uh, cease to exist. So, so this is at the end. So, you know, if this were a, a movie, this would be the last scene of the movie where now God says at the end of the movie, I'm going to destroy your high places. I'm going to tear down your altars. I'm going to destroy your idols and your places of worship. But we we really need to understand the significance of what God is saying here. And to understand the significance, we've got to understand the whole history of, of idolatry in the nation of Israel. Before the children of Israel entered the promised land, when they were still in the wilderness with Moses, wandering in the wilderness, God back then instructed them to destroy the high places of the Canaanites when they entered into the promised land. So I want to go back with you to Numbers chapter 33. We're going to start there. Numbers chapter 33. Again, so this is the book of Numbers. This is when they're still in the wilderness. They're about to enter into the promised land. So the the nation is not even founded yet. They're about to enter in and, and begin to take the promised land. But here, just outside the promised land, just before they go in, Numbers chapter 33, verse 50, the Lord spoke to Moses in the plains of Moab, beyond the Jordan River, just across from Jericho. Remember, they enter into the promised land, and the first city that they conquer is the city of Jericho. So they're right there. They're right there on the border, right there at the Jordan River. Jericho's right there on the other side. They're about to go in, and the Lord spoke to Moses. He says in verse 51, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When you have crossed the Jordan River into the land of Canaan, look what it says, verse 52, Then you shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you. Destroy all their engraved stones, their idols. Destroy all their molded images, again their idols. And demolish all their high places. So this this is what God tells them just before they enter into the land. When you go into the land, I want you to drive out the inhabitants... And then I want you to destroy their idols. And I want you to demolish all the high places. 
And this is important for them. You know, this is just, just before they go in, God says one more thing. When you get in that land, you make sure you destroy all their idols. You make sure you demolish all their high places. Now, flip over to Deuteronomy, the next book in your Bible. Deuteronomy chapter 12. Deuteronomy chapter 12. And again, this is right before they enter into the promised land. They're right there on the edge, about to cross the Jordan River. Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer request with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth Radio Ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message. And the Lord says to them in Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 1, These are the statutes and judgments which you shall be careful to observe in the land which the Lord God of your fathers is giving you to possess all the days that you live on the earth. Look at verse 2. You shall utterly destroy all the places where the nations which you shall dispossess served their gods. On the high mountains and on the hills and under every green tree. And you shall destroy their altars, break their sacred pillars, and burn their wooden images with fire. You shall cut down the carved images of their gods and destroy their name, the name of their gods, from that place. You shall not worship the Lord your God with such things, but you shall seek the place where the Lord your God chooses. At first it will be Shiloh. Later it will be Jerusalem. Out of all the tribes to put his name for his dwelling place, and there you shall go. There you shall take your burnt offerings, your sacrifices, your tithes, the heave offerings of your hand, your vowed offerings, your free will offerings, and the firstborn of your herds and flocks. And there you shall eat before the Lord your God, and you shall rejoice in all to which you have put your hand, you and your household in which the Lord your God has blessed you. You shall not at all do as we are doing here today, every man doing whatever is right in his own eyes, for as yet you have not come to the rest and the inheritance which the Lord your God is giving you. But when you cross over the Jordan and you dwell in the land which the Lord your God is giving you to inherit, and he gives you rest from all your enemies round about you so that you dwell in safety, then there will be the place where the Lord your God chooses to make his name abide. There you shall bring all that I command you. Again, here the Lord says to them, back up in verse 2, that when you go into the land, you shall be careful to observe these things. You shall utterly destroy all the places where the nations which you shall dispossess serve their God. You shall utterly destroy all their high places on the high mountains, on the hill hills, and under every green tree. They would worship their idols in these uh, forests and these groves. 
under the trees. You shall destroy them, God says. And so, this issue of idolatry has been an issue for the children of Israel since before they came into the promised land. God God warned them and instructed them and commanded them to completely, utterly destroy the high places and the idolatry and the altars and the places of, of worship. When Joshua entered the land, leading the children of Israel into the land, they did not drive out all of the Canaanites. They did not drive out all of the Canaanites. They left some of the Canaanites remaining with them in the land. And instead of driving them out, we're told in the book of Joshua, instead of driving out all of the Canaanites, they kept some of them to use them as laborers. So from the very beginning of the nation of Israel, very early on in their history, Israel did not obey the Lord concerning idolatry. Instead, they compromised. They allowed the the Canaanites to to remain in in the land. and, And the Canaanites that dwelt in the land among them they continued with their idolatry and their high places and their altars and their groves and and all of that. And the children of Israel dwelling next door to them, they, they saw the worship of the Canaanites. They saw the high places of the Canaanites. And they were intrigued. And, and so there was idolatry in the land of Israel from its very beginning. They, they, they didn't deal with it the way they were supposed to at the beginning of the nation. And so idolatry uh, remained in the land. And so when we are, when we are up in Ezekiel now, when the, the nation is about to collapse and be judged and God brings up idolatry, understand that eight, 800 plus years before before they even came into the land, God told them, deal with this idolatry. Wipe it out. Wipe out the high places. But they didn't. And so idolatry continued to be an ongoing issue throughout Israel's history. It was a scourge on the nation of Israel from its very founding as a nation. Now, periodically, periodically throughout Israel's history, if you think about your Old Testament, uh, the, the idolatry of the nation would be addressed. God would raise up a godly king. And there would be a godly king who would deal with the idolatry and remove the high places, ordered them destroyed. For example, in Second Chronicles chapter 14, it says of Asa, the king of Judah, listen to what it says, He did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God, for he removed the altars of the foreign gods and the high places. And he broke down the sacred pillars and he cut down the wooden images. He commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers and to observe the law and the commandment. So Asa, when he was king of king of Judah, as king, he removed the altars to the foreign gods. He destroyed the high places. 
He, uh, he outlawed idol worship in the land, and he commanded the people of Judah to seek the Lord their God and to observe his laws and keep his commandments. And occasionally throughout Israel's history, throughout you know, 800 plus years, almost 900 years, from the time Joshua enters the land until the time that the temple is destroyed in Jerusalem by the Babylonians, occasionally throughout their history, a king would be brave enough to address the issue of idolatry in the land and, and remove idolatry from the land. And the, the king, because he's the king, he would just issue a decree, he would issue an order that idolatry was to be stopped, and he would order the people to worship the Lord Yahweh only. But this was only temporary. Once that king passed away, people would go back to idolatry. And they would rebuild the high places. And they would rebuild the altars. And they would go back. Why? Because people's hearts weren't changed by the king's order. People's hearts weren't changed by the king's order to tear down the high places. The king can't order your heart to be changed. And the people desired idolatry. The people were not uh, broken and repentant about their idolatry. They wanted their idolatry. And so you, you would have an occasional king who would come along and he would order all of the altars to be destroyed, all of the high places to be destroyed. And while that king was king, uh, they, they wouldn't have the high places and the altars and everything to the different gods. Once that king passed off the scene, the people would go right back to their idolatry, rebuild the high places, rebuild the altars. Some kings in Israel's history actually made the idolatry worse in the nation. They magnified the issue. Uh, for example, Jeroboam, who was the first king of the northern kingdom of Israel, he, he actually, when he became king, he actually promoted idolatry in the nation. As you read through uh, Kings and Chronicles in your Bible, there's a phrase that you see often repeated, the sins of Jeroboam. The sins of Jeroboam. It's used 14 times in the Old Testament. Well, what was Jeroboam's sin? It was idolatry. Idolatry. When he became king over Israel, Jeroboam built two places of idol worship in Israel, one way up in the north of Dan and one down at Bethel. And he declared that uh, the golden calf is now the God of all the people. And he instituted idol worship in the nation. He, he made it kind of a, a official. And so as king, uh, he increased idol worship in the country. He, he made things worse in the nation. So, so again, you've got this long history of the nation of Israel going back all the way to before they even came into the land. God commanded them, destroy the high places, destroy the altars, destroy the, the idol worship when you come into the land. They, they failed to do that at the very beginning of the nation. He asked me how I know and I say, 
Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan as we study verse by verse through the book of Ezekiel. In Ezekiel chapter 36, verses 26 through 27, the Lord says, I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and be careful to obey my rules. No matter how far away you stray from God, He never gives up on you. He always offers restoration and hope, even after you might reject it. What a gift and what love. If you'd like to hear this message again or more from Pastor Dan, we encourage you to visit our website, calvaryec.com. We also encourage you to find a church home that will help guide and support you in your walk with Jesus. If you're ever in or near the Columbia, Maryland area, we'd love to have you join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Each week, we gather together at 10 a.m. on Sunday to worship our Savior and study God's Word. And we'd be honored to share that time with you. Check out calvaryec.com to find directions and to learn more about the church behind this ministry. Again, that was Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. We're so glad you joined us today, and we pray this message has been a blessing and encouraged you in your faith. Pastor Dan will have much more to share from the book of Ezekiel when you tune in again, right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. It's true.